welcome to Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Down podcast form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And this week we're back talking about our favorite team of universe hopping heroes. The Exiles. And let's go over the team really quick. So the, uh, it's been a while since we've covered the Exiles, so you may have forgotten the team. First up we have, uh, Patch, which is Wolverine in his uh, Mad Rapport disguise. And he comes from Earth-181, if you didn't recall, which is also where the Weapon X Daredevil came from. Uh, then we also have James Howlett, uh, a super young Wolverine who just discovered his mutant claws and saw his father killed. And he's from Earth-1880. We also have Zombie Wolverine from Earth-6195, which is not the main Marvel Zombies universe. Then we have Cyborg Wolverine from Earth 5211 with his companion LCD. Yep, Albert's a good dude. And then we also have Weapon X from Earth 520, where he just got done getting tested by the Weapon X program and getting the adamantium bonded to his bones, so he is currently in a mostly feral state. And then Major Logan, who may be the exact one from Days of Future Past from Earth 811. I mean, I kind of assumed that was who it was. Except for what happens in the book. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this team has not actually existed before. We are just having some goofers. In case you thought that we were confusing or what have you. But today we are covering Exiles number 85 through 89, as well as the single Exiles annual. And so this team of Oops All Wolverines has gotten pulled together by the Time Broker. They start, like, immediately Wolverining it up until Zombie Wolverine, strangely, and Major Logan settle things down. And we see a more... Wolverine version of the Time Broker show up, where instead of looking like a weird Mr. Belvedere character, he's like flannel Mr. Belvedere with Wolverine sideburns. It's not a good look. Oh, it's not. He looks like a weird lumberjack. Yeah. Like when Puck goes out into the woods for too long and forgets to comb his hair. He's like the uh, son of the lumber camp owner who's trying to be like the common man, but he just can't do it. And so the time broker, who's the guy who gives the exiles their missions, except he's more of a construct who does that because comics. Uh, he tells him he was a construct anymore. I just thought he was just straight up made up by those bug people. Yeah, but I mean, he's a construct as a result. Okay. But yeah, he goes over where they're all from and tells these new exiles their mission with Major Logan getting the talus because, you know, he's the most teenage girl of the party. Yep. I, I think that's just our exiles rule. And he uh, made them all some promises. So they end up in Earth 127 where they walk into Phoenix, Arizona, which has been destroyed. And they take turns picking on James, who is wearing a nightgown from his colonial times. And that's when the talus lights up and illuminates things in this 
not all gender swapped universe which is weird but uh in this reality the brotherhood of evil mutants inadvertently merged magneto who is a woman wolverine who is a dude quicksilver who is a woman uh scarlet warlock which is a dude version of scarlet witch who got some hella chest hair and uh mesmero who's also a dude i just she... assumed it was the magnus family got switched i guess i guess you don't because need they to... would have still been family at that time yep you don't need to go all the way and uh so all of these mutants got merged into brother mutant who has the powers of all five and who now wants to kill every non-mutant which was though that was actually my problem though if they didn't really seem to have everyone's power they, they only seem to have wolverine and magneto's power and mesmero's to an extent but he's he hypnotizing seem... all... yeah like, i guess that's true yeah yeah but yeah, yeah but he didn't seem to have quicksilver or scarlet witches or scarlet warlocks Mm-hmm. well we can't see that chester that's that's scarlet warlock's real power too true because it's not magic so that's how they got in this situation in the first place Mm-hmm. and he wants to kill all of the non-mutants so as this vision ends they are swarmed by a bunch of alternate universe wolverines who just keep saying bub bub can you give me a bub devin bub 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 oh hey bubs and uh, Major Logan realizes that they are not the first team who has been sent here. And so while most of the party starts battling, uh, Major Logan grabs James and they try to talk to the Time Breaker to get them out of here. And so the bugs, who are the real-time brokers slash breakers, bring them back to the base. And they are confused because Wolverine is supposed to be the solution to the problem according to the Panopticron, which is their otherworldly outer dimensional base that they get their missions from and so they get teleported back jimmy kills one of the bugs because he's freaked out by giant bug people That's and fair. the major yeah i kill one of them too actually i kill way more than just one of them and the uh, major stops him from killing more and the bugs explain that they aren't really good at coming up with new ideas and one of the drones mentions that all of these all Wolverine teams are new and that the old team they used to have was a lot more successful. Back on Earth 3470, we see as the real exiles are getting invited to join Alpha Flight. This team is Blink, who is Clarice Ferguson from the Age of Apocalypse, who has the power to open up portals. Got Morph, aka kind of Proteus. He's a guy who can kind of transform into anything. And his mind got wiped because Proteus, the evil mutant who can possess other mutants, went into his body. And now he just thinks that he's Morph. And we'll be dealing with that later on. Mm -hmm. There's also Longshot, the genetically designed superstar from the Mojoverse who has luck powers and psychometry. Which is the ability to read the energy of things to see what happened in its past. We have Sabretooth, who is kind of the father figure of Blink. Only up until recently, though, where she starts referring to him as Sabretooth and not Mr. Kree, showing that there might be some sort of tension in their relationship. 
and they both come from the Age of Apocalypse, and he is currently the team leader because he is wearing the talus because he is the most teenage girl of the party. But only kind of, though. He has They're... talus, but Blink kind of is still the team leader. Yeah. She took it over because uh, our next character, Power Princess, a.k.a. Zarda, who is a member of the Squadron Supreme, who is a Wonder Woman XP, had wanted to take over because she saw how much trouble the exiles were causing. And she's on the team. And she's mostly grumpy and very strong. Well, she also took over because uh, Blink was being too much of a boo-hoo-hoo, my boyfriend is dead. I'm glad Mimic is dead. But really, she should be happy because now she can move on to bigger and better things because Mimic was the worst and Clarice, mm. you can do way better. Treat yourself, girl. Uh, then after that, we have Spider-Man 2099. He's kind of an offshoot from the 2099 universe. This is Miguel O'Hara, the Spider-Man of that universe. The Exiles kind of ousted his secret identity, so he kind of had to come along for the ride because otherwise he would be hunted and experimented on by the evil corporation Alchemex. And then there is Heather Hudson, who used to be Sasquatch. She got her powers removed after a long encounter, so now she mostly works as support for the team back on the Panopticon. And it was her universe that they got trapped in because she had wanted to go back and see her family and the Time Breakers rigged up a scenario so they could get all of the exiles into a single universe and replace them with the Wolverine team, which they hoped would be less destructive. Oops, Which to me actually Wolverine. makes no sense. To me, I would actually just trap them on their own home universes. So they wouldn't want to escape? Either so they wouldn't want to escape, but also they wouldn't be together. Yeah, that would... So they wouldn't have, like, the six of them working together. Because if it was just, like, if it's just, like, Blink on her home universe being like, I want to get back, Magneto's probably like, yeah, I don't really care. I have way bigger problems right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's weird, but I'm not going to complain I mean, the, too much. For the I purpose mean, of the story, it needs to happen so that they can come back. But Well, and they wanted to get them all trapped on a single world because that would be less suspicious than uh, what else had happened. They were all on their own home worlds for the most part. Not all of them, though. Not all and, of like, them. If they like kept splitting them off into different worlds, that would have been a lot more suspicious, I think. No, but they all went to different ways when they're dropping off all the bodies. Sabretooth yeah. went back to the Age of Apocalypse. Bam, could have just locked him there. Yeah, but they were leaving a person or two behind at the Panopticon. That oh, way I guess that was true. Nothing could be used against them. I guess that's true. And they had to choose Heather's world because she was a person who wouldn't normally leave the team. Or the Panopticon. Anyways, uh, so back in Phoenix, we see that Brother Mutant has captured Patch and brings him forward to join in with all of the other Wolverines. And we find out that Albert, the cyborg Wolverine and LCD, have survived as well as Zombie Wolverine, who has eaten six Wolverines so far. Classic. And, yeah, I think he's getting a bit too much onto Wendigo's bit, but then we literally have Wolverine Wendigo who shows up. That could be James's next character, and then I couldn't kill him because of the popularity. It's true. Mm-hmm. 
so they find Patch, but because he is mind controlled now, he decapitates Zombie Wolverine and sets on to attacking Albert as Elsie runs away with Zombie Wolverine's head. Brother Mutant, meanwhile, has prepared his army to kill all of the humans, and Phoenix, Arizona was the start. Elsie ends up talking to Zombie Wolverine and explains how she was a robot assassin who was built mostly from plastic explosives, but she got her own uh, sentience, developed a conscience, and instead became friends with Wolverine. Patch shows up to attack them, but then Sabretooth jumps in, and with some help from Zarda, they are able to take him out and kill the uh, Patch Wolverine. Zarda calls him out because she's like, we're not supposed to kill these guys, and Sabretooth's like, Heather told me I could. Now there's like, no, I didn't. I did not say that. But at least for now, they have Elsie. And that was a good bit. That was a good bit. So Brother Mutant prepares to leave with his army in some buses that he has taken, and that he's written Mutant Massacre on the sides of, which is pretty great. I was into Brother Mutant. Just like, you seem like a weird hillbilly rock band that's going around on tour. <laughs> and then you're going to go Persian. I mean, I held like rockabilly. That's the word. Okay, okay, yeah. I was going to say, not much of a country vibe. I mean, it's more of a post-disco funkadelic vibe uh, to each of their own. Brother Mutant has all of his army in buses. Blink shows up and he just rams the buses into each other to try and smush Blink because he's really not concerned about what's going to happen to these wolverines because they have a healing factor. Blink is able to escape, and the exiles attack, which distracts Brother Mutant long enough so Sabretooth is able to take Elsie and basically sling her in so that way she explodes. But Brother Mutant survives, so that's when Major Logan comes in and sacrifices himself a la his death in Days of Future Past, where he gets vaporized, and that still hasn't killed off Brother Mutant. So Jimmy rushes in and is just goes into this berserker rage because his father figure Wolverine got killed. And he is able to kill Brother Mutant in his blood rage. And this wakes up all of the other Wolverines. And proves that the tiebreakers were sort of right. They needed a Wolverine to end things here. So now all the other Wolverines, minus the 17 who died, are sent back home, and the Exiles are back at the Panopticon doing their Exiles thing. And, for once, they don't have to worry about the Earth being destroyed, because it's already been destroyed on their next mission. Whoops. Did I say the uh, art team? I don't know, did you, Luke? Well, in case I didn't, uh, the artists for 85, 86, 87, and 88 were was writer Tony Bedard with art by Paul Pelletier, inks by Rick Magyar, colors by Will Quintana, and letters by Dave Sharp. So on Earth 552, the Exiles are in a spaceship heading towards their destination where they aren't entirely sure what they are going to find, and that is when they find the Shi'ar Imperial Guard fighting a very buff, angry-looking version of the Silver Surfer, and they notice that the guard is trying to protect this big old stone giant, and they know that their mission is to protect the Stone Giant. And Zarda, having been to the 616 universe, is one of the only people to recognize how strong and dangerous the Silver Surfer is. As he is single-handedly killing members of this team. 
So Gladiator orders Manta, his wife, to leave to get more help, and he releases the greatest attack, but it does nothing to the Silver Surfer, who then slices him in half with his board, which is all bladed. He comes to the Stone Giant demanding power, but Blink teleports in a giant block to prevent the Surfer's attack from connecting, and the Stone Giant then possesses her and uses the Exile ship to hit the Silver Surfer, taking him by surprise, and then teleports him across the universe, separate from his board, and he swears revenge. Blink is then released from the control, and the Exiles confront the Giant, who reveals that he had augmented her power, and then Blink collapses. Longshot uses his psychometry powers, which Spider-Man 20... which Spider-Man 2099 doesn't believe in at first, and reveals the situation. So the stone giant is Galactus, and in this universe he's the restorer of worlds, because there is a blight that kills planets, so he goes from planet to planet preventing the blight. Norrin Rad came wanting to get help and get his planet restored, and he got the power cosmic, but he really wanted to bring back his homeworld, Zenla, to life, where he had been a military scientist, but because his world was destroyed by war instead of his blight, Galactus refused. As a result, Silver Surfer decided to be a jerk and start destroying planets, which included Earth, and ultimately he wanted to steal Galactus's power. And because Galactus is a good dude in this universe, the Shi'ar Empire showed up too late to save Earth, but wanting to uh, basically save Galactus, who their entire universe needs to survive. Manta comes back and offers the others to let them join with her at the Imperial Center, as the Silver Surfers are going to be coming in for revenge. Manta being the only remaining member of the original team, gives Sabretooth Gladiator's flight ring, and currently we find out that the Shi'ar scientists are trying to save Galactus and stabilize him, but they are having trouble doing so. And so the Exiles for now just have to team with this improvised version of the Imperial Guard, which includes some of my space favorites, like uh, like Super Scroll and Ronan the Accuser. You like those dudes, don't you, Devin? I like Ronan more. My favorite of the space dudes already got killed, so... Gladiator? I like Gladiator. Gladiator's good. And, uh, and more Ronan... he then goes on to spawn the greatest of space dudes. Kid Gladiator. Kid Gladiator. And uh, so they insult Sabretooth saying that he isn't ready for this fight, which honestly I can't argue with them too much on that point. And Sabretooth also has a hard time doing it, so he goes to talk to Heather for some help because he's worried about like facing a cosmic level threat. And as soon as Silver Surfer arrives, he immediately kills Ronan Super Scroll, and I'm assuming the... Uh, Kree guy who's there is like Yan, yeah Kree. I'm assuming the Kree guy there is like Yan Rog because these are all like other classic villains, but he isn't really named at all. He's just generic bearded Kree man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We'll go Anyways, they're yeah they're killed instantly. Sabretooth meanwhile goes to ask Galactus for some of the cosmic power. The scientists are bothered by this. And outside, pretty much all of the Imperial Guard has been killed, and the Exiles are fighting to try and hang on. Silver Surfer threatens Blink for teleporting him away earlier, and that's when Cosmic Sabretooth, the Silver Sable, the Silver Sa- shit, 
And that's when Cosmic Sabretooth, the Silver Saber... I can't say Silver Sabretooth. The I Silver Sabretooth. calling him that when he wasn't even silver. He was like gold. Yeah, he was gold. I know. Anyways, he shows up and he is ready to fight and he is able to just rip the shit out of the Silver Surfer. Like, the Surfer is trying to be like... You are such a fool. You have not encountered the power. You have not learned to harness it like I have. And Sabretooth's just like ripping into him. Which is a pretty good strategy. It is. He calls for his board, which Longshot rides into the Silver Surfer. Which hits him. And then Manta, uh, as Silver Surfer is knocked down, uses the board to cut him in half. Which is a very baller move. Good for you, Manta. Yep. Sabretooth returns his power because the mission is done. Spider-Man 2099 hesitantly returns his flight ring. And Galactus chooses Manta as his new herald as they go back to returning planet's life, including Zinla. And that, that, that bothers that me. Because they were a warlike world? More of it's like... You decide to do it. You could have saved like yourselves all this fucking trouble if you would have just done it in the first place. Uh, I I see it as Galactus recognizing that he sort of made a mistake, but at the other hand, it's also if he had restored it, then I don't think that uh, Silver Surfer still would have done his job. Maybe not. Then he should have just oh. stolen Silver Surfer's power back. Yeah. That's the, uh, that's the classic Galactus move. We then go to Exiles number 88, where Jim Calafior takes over on pencils, Mark McKenna takes over on inks, and Transparency Digital takes over on colors. And on Earth 25... Er, and on Earth 27536, the Exiles are trying to fight the Sinister Six to save J. Jonah Jameson... But during the battle, Blink gets Electrode in the fight, and they have to rush out to save her after they've saved Jameson. Heather uh, explains that in that world, Jameson will end up saving every mutant from a CIA bioweapon. But the team is worried about whether or not Blink will recover or not, just like Thunderbird, who was stuck in the walls back of the Panopticon. And inside, we see his dreams that he is having, where he is facing down Apocalypse, who has captured a pregnant Nocturne. So, we haven't talked about a lot of the classic exile. So, we haven't talked about. Yeah. So, we haven't talked a lot. God. So, we so haven't we... talked a lot about some of the classic exiles lately. Thunderbird, you may recall, got super wounded <laughs> in like issue six. Uh, yeah, way back in our gender, sexuality, and Galactus episode. Uh, Nocturne uh, had been dating him and hooking up with him. She, at this point, is in the 616 universe on one of the weird teams because she essentially got to graduate out is of the team. Uh, like, currently in continuity or at this time in continuity? Like, currently in continuity. Uh, I forget Because they keep she... saying that they that she's, like, there, but, like, I still read some of the X-Men every once in a while. It's like, I have not seen Nocturne. Okay, uh, so she joined with Exodus's new brotherhood, got sucked into Zorn's head. Oh god, we have to talk about Zorn. Uh, she then ended up in the Mojo world with Juggernaut, and she got enslaved by Mojo. 
Uh, she took control of Spiral, uh, did some stuff, uh, fought the X-Babies, and uh, ended up returning back to the X-Men for a while. House of M happened, and yeah, there's that weird House of M stuff that we mostly don't remember, because that was like the weird Exiles, Captain Britain, and Megan stuff. Yeah. And then she joined with the new Exile, er, and she then joins with the new Excalibur. Oh, okay. Which I think we're going to be getting that soon enough because it crosses over with uh, Exiles towards the end. Tight. Continuity. So back in reality, Heather and Miguel note that it doesn't make sense how the crown that they had used to change Proteus's mind worked on him because it was metal and it should have stopped Proteus's powers completely and Heather points out that Morph's body must be different and it insulates him from his normal metal weakness and so if he ever turns evil again they're sort of screwed over. Back in the dream universe Apocalypse says that he has killed Thunderbird's friends but that's when the exiles that he knew Miracle, Mimic, Blink, and Morph show up to help him fight. Then on Earth 27537, the Exiles minus Blink are fighting the Serpent Society, who are proving to be a challenge, and Spider-Man gets poisoned by one of them. Morph turns his hands into snakes and wraps up all the Serpent Society, which should also be beyond his like normal power abilities, I believe. There's a lot of things with the powers in these last couple issues that didn't make sense. Yeah, it's... Mostly the next issue, and the annual. I had issues with. Yeah, it's very inconsistent. But if I recall, they're sort of building to something. So Thunderbird, back in his dream, is able to stop Apocalypse because he chooses to no longer define himself by what Apocalypse wanted from him. And Nocturne is going into labor, but this is the world as he wants it, where he's with his friends and he's going to have a baby. Then on Earth, but not really. He's still stuck in a coma. Thunderbird in a coma. I know, I know. It's very serious. That's my Smith's cover band. Yep. And then on Earth, twenty-five seven thirty-eight. The team is fighting the Hellfire Club, but because of their limited numbers, Emma Frost is able to see something in Morph's head, and she uses her psychic powers to try and pull it out. Longshot is able to stop her without killing her when he jabs a knife into her brain but when Morph wakes up he briefly has a Scottish accent and they return to the base where Blink and Miguel are recovered and they're able to undo what Emma had done but they wonder if they're either going to need to recondition Morph or stick him into the stasis wall just like Thunderbird who they think is probably living in a hell. They should stick him, recondition him, and then stick him in the wall. Because if we recall what happens when people like Hyperion get stuck in the wall, they break out. Yep. And I feel like Proteus Morph could also just break out. Mm Mm-hmm. We then get to the Exiles Annual, written by Tony Bedard, with pencils by Tom Rainey, Mike Norton, Tim Smith, and David Nakayama. With inks by Scott Hanna, Gary Martin, Norman Lee, Tim Smith, and Terry Pallet. And colors by Soto Colors A. Crossley and Gina Rainey with Rich Ginter on production. Art was bad. 
Yeah, it was so inconsistent. Like, some of the stuff looks really good, and then some of the stuff is just, like, awful. And the colors were weird. I did not like the colors. Yeah, I feel like they tried to do it to make the two teams distinct, but it just looked But everyone seemed like they were made of metal and shiny. Mm-hmm. I do want to say shout out to Paul Pelletier for those first two arcs that he did here. Yeah, those because are good. Because, like, the... Well, in the Wolverine universe looked very different than the uh, Silver Surfer universe. Oh, yeah. Like, that's good art, and here it's just like, oh, it's very, very inconsistent. So on Earth 33-629, the Wrecking Crew is attacking New York City when the Exiles show up, but it's the original Exiles. Blink, Nocturne, Magnus, who is the son of... Magneto and Rogue, who turns people into metal with a single touch. Thunderbird, Morph, and Mimic. And Heather sees us on the Panopticron, and they want to know what they're supposed to do since they were supposed to have stopped the wrecking crew. Oh, wait, actually, that, that's a good question here for a second, Luke. Yeah. Did Magnus turn Rogue into metal? Yeah, we discussed this, like, way, way back. Wasn't Rogue and Magneto crying when they brought the dead body back? I think we'd had the discussion and it was something that they were inconsistent. He had turned a woman into metal and like initially his world was going to go wrong because Magneto was upset and went back to being an evil supervillain when Rogue dies. There's an easy way to I thought it was Rogue that he accidentally killed his mom. Hmm. Okay, I'm pulling up the funeral. Uh, yeah, nope, that is Rogue in that panel. Yep. I came as soon as I could, Rogue. Now what is so wrong that you couldn't tell me over the phone? Oh, Eric, you have to see it for yourself. Our boy's dead. I declare I do have the vapors. Oh, Remy, I love that you smell like a possum dipped in Chef Boyardee. Mercy. <laughs> there are major issues glorifying the Confederate soldiers and generals because they betrayed the country in their civil war and we should tear down all their statues. No, no, mon chéri. Remy loves the Confederacy. <laughs> now, Remy, if you don't settle that down, I'm going to give you the one and the two punch. And at this point in my continuity, I still have the powers from Carol Danvers. Je suis oh, no. désolé. Je suis désolé. <laughs> That's more French. There's more French than Cajun, more share. Is me Bubba Gumbo Gambit. I'm going to eat some crawfish and some etouffee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to the Bubba Gum Shrimp Shack. <laughs> Gambit going to leave that sign on for Ron Force Ron as long as he can. But please leave a picture of sweet tea. 
Oh, Remy, you make me the happiest girl at the ball. Gambit going to hire five marching bands to go behind us as we walk into the streets of New Orleans. Gambit going to show you the greatest night he can because Gambit just won a one dollar scratch off ticket. <laughs> Wrecking Crew gets captured and is brought into a secret prison that is under the Atlantic Ocean. And we see in this universe that Blink and Mimic... Er, and we see in this universe that Blink and Morph are a couple. And Mimic is now the angry Cyclops-type leader of the team. Mm, I the, wanted to bang her. Mm. The uh, normal exiles teleport in, and we find out that this team hadn't really been public before today but they've caught a lot of people including like a weird Lex Luthor style Doc Ock and they realize that they were lured here as uh, and they realize that they were lured here as the Time Broker and the Exile show up and the Panopticron scanners are turned off remotely so Heather is unable to see what is going on the Time Breaker orders his Exiles to fight and if their team loses, he gets to take over their team and the Panopticon base. So the Exiles start fighting, and the old Exiles are winning, and they knock out the team. And uh, the only one who escapes is Longshot, because when he gets teleported, he gets teleported where he wants, because he's lucky that way. And also in this universe, Nocturne tries to get into a three-way in Blink's body with... Blink. The other Blink's body, yeah. Yeah, which is just totally wrong with consent. It was weird. Yeah. So Time Broker insists on getting all of the exiles locked up, but because Longshot is missing, he is frustrated and walks off to try and figure out what to do. And Sabretooth, meanwhile, talks to old Blink, about how they learned about the truth about the Time Broker, a.k.a. the Time Breaker. And we see that the Time Broker is in his main room, where he is talking to the Grandmaster, who is the dude who just loves games. And as Blink is watching secretly, she watches the Time Broker reveal his true identity. <gasps> oh yeah, but here's where the power starts getting inconsistent. They're supposed yeah. to be in a place where they can't use their powers anymore, but Morph keeps, like, transforming left and right. I think they can't use their powers to get out of the cell. But if that's the case, but if he's already transformed into something, like, skinny, why doesn't he just, like, squirm out? Inconsistent writing. That, that was my problem. Well, I, was, I would actually say more of inconsistent art, but... Yeah, oh no. Like if, the they, if, they maybe... had if they had just left it as is and just had him just stay as Morph, I would have been like, fine, but... The first 15 pages are really good, and then it like gets really inconsistent. Well, that's in that. what happens when you have multiple artists on the same thing. A lot of times it does not work. With a lot of different styles, and you're all trying to tell a singular story. Like if they try to tell seems... different stories. Yeah, because there's, what's it called? There's the... Um... 
the new Jessica Jones, where they do some weird flashbacks into Maria Hill's old life, which Michael Gatos did not draw, but that works because yeah, you're in a separate story I, now. I think it could have worked here if they had like focused on each member of the old Exiles and gave them a bit of a part, and then like that's how they reveal, or and that's where they use the different styles, but they didn't. Anyway, so old Blink returns and wants to know everything now, and uh, Mimic, meanwhile, uh, was found out, or shoot, and uh, Thunderbird and Nocturne, meanwhile, tried to catch Longshot, but Longshot was able to get Thunderbird ejected out of the airlock, and he was able to knock out Nocturne. Mimic finds Nocturne and notes that Longshot could have killed her, but didn't want to. So Blink relates what she saw, and Zard realizes that they're dealing with the Grandmaster, and she messed with the Grandmaster before with the Squadron Supreme because he loves to do a cosmic wager. And she wonders if all of the villains that they fought were part of this wager, like they keep bringing on villain teams to fight the Exiles. So uh, Blink is able to free them, and then she decides to free everybody else who they've captured. And so with the boys back in town, do they attack? And they see that the Grandmaster knows all of the uh, main exiles from a previous encounter, which I believe is their very first mission. I think it has to have been. Where, yeah. Just since Magnus where, was there. Yeah. Where basically they made a bet with the Collector uh, that like Earth would get really, really shitty if people developed powers. And that ended up happening but then the exiles sort of interfered with the world so he wanted to swear revenge so it turns out that the time broker is actually the game is actually the grandmaster from that very first universe that the exiles went to who has been disguising himself as the time broker which is like overly convoluted yep he used the information that they gave to magneto from that world and then hop from world to world until he could remake the team. And so he's been making wagers with the other Grandmaster. Uh, actually, I believe it should be going up this Monday. Uh, I talk about that first Exiles arc on the uh, Battle of the Atom podcast. So I'll put a link into that. With Zach Jenkins, a.k.a. Xavier Files. Uh, so anyways, the uh, Grandmaster is angry that he's had to reveal his plan. So he kills everybody. This causes the other elders of the universe to show up, and they force Grandmaster to resurrect everybody and then let everybody beat him up. The Exiles are able to return home to the Panopticon. The Collector is able to collect the alternate universe Grandmaster, who eventually escapes again, and the fake Exiles will stay to guard this world, which is now their home world. Because I guess this world was actually close enough that they could reconstruct the team without needing to like grab people from other universes it, yeah it's weird but you know what's not weird Devin? what we've got a question <gasps> so uh we put out our regular call for questions on the podcast and we got i believe just one in but then i came up with a question that we could also answer so Xavier Files wants to know what task is Wolverine the worst he is at what he does? So what is Wolverine the worst at? Well, 
was that universe, but it told us. I just don't remember what it was because it was bad. Being tall. Yeah. And uh, then I Hugh Jackman. Put... I don't know Hugh Jackman universe. Wolverine was relatively tall. Yeah, but he's not like super super tall. Um, he can reach not the things on the top shelf. And he does like top shelf whiskey. Damn straight. Uh. Yeah, uh, so the other thing that we have a question for is, uh, or so the uh, question that I came up with is, could you construct a team out of six different versions of one character? And I sent this out to a few different people, uh, so we'll go over their answers first before going on to our own. Uh, so Chris Sims, when I sent him the question, just sent me the image of the uh, Batman team from Batman Brave and the Bold, where it was all the different types of Batman. Somehow that didn't shock me. Yeah, there's like the Vampire Batman, there's Brainy Batman, Pirate Batman, Future Batman, Cowboy Batman, and Big Giant Man Batman. Like, everybody who asked this uh, question to was very, very, very on brand. Uh, Benito I, Cer I could have easily done Spider-Man and I did not uh, okay yes you and one other person were very much not on brand uh, Benito Serino a uh, friend of the show uh, suggested Seven Soldiers Frankenstein, Dick Briefer's horror comic Frankenstein uh, Dell's Frankenstone Doc Frankenstein Mike, Mignola, uh, Mike Mignola's Wrestling Frankenstein and then the normal Marvel Frankenstein for a team of, oops, all Frankensteins. Uh, Chris Haley went with a bit more of a uh, abstract view where his team was the uh, classic uh, current universe Superman, uh, Captain Marvel, the Earth-23 Superman, that was the one that everyone calls Barack Obama Superman, Alan Moore's version of Supreme, Majestic, and then Goku, which I'd say that works. That works. Uh, El, yeah, L. Collins from Comics Alliance suggested regular Wonder Woman, original Golden Age Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman of Earth twenty three, U.S. Marshal Diana Prince from the Justice Riders, Blue Amazon Wonder Woman, and then DC One Million Wonder Woman. And I think that was. All of the oh oh and then uh, Xavier Files uh, did one for Spider Man. He did Silver Age Teenage Spidey, uh, Black Suit Spider Man, Identity Crisis Ricochet Spider Man, Classic Spider Man, Civil War Spider Man, and then Marvel Comics Two slash Renew Your Vows Spider Dad. That's a good Spider Man. I mm -hmm. like him. And. So, Devin, what is your team? Mine is Jamie Madrox, a.k.a. The Multiple Man. All right. And so, first one, we just have regular Multiple Man. Mm -hmm. I brought in the Mad Drive from the Age of Apocalypse. Okay. Uh, and then I kind of just created my own for these. Then we have a Jamie Maddox who is also the Hulk, but he loses some of his power every time he splits into new versions of himself. Mm-hmm. We have one that is entirely a hive mind. 
Like the uh, one from the Ultimate Universe? Oh, are they all hive mind? I think so. They're all like super connected, and that's why they're getting used as bombs. Oh, okay. Sure, we can go with that. Yeah. Uh, one that is kept locked up at all time and only brought out in emergencies because he is a feral multiple man. Mm-hmm. He will eat people. And then the one that I like the most, which is also a shape-changing powers, who every time he creates a new one, he can make it look like anyone or anything, which is Super Spy Multiple Man. So, oh, Interesting. you need one of them to be the mailman. Got it. You need one to be the Prime Minister of Japan. Got it. He can be anyone and everything. <laughs> well, are you ready for my team, Devin? Yeah. So the first one is Original Teenage Warren Worthington III. Then we have Guns Angel from the uh, Weapon X team. Then we have the classic version of Archangel who'd just been transformed, who's grippling with all of his emotional stuff. Then we have Cured Angel who's cured by the Life Seed. Then we have the Black Vortex Transformed Angel from the Black Vortex event that people don't remember. And then Mutant X-Angel, a.k.a. The Fallen. I've nice. got all angels covered. Tight, yo. <laughs> that was a pun. Like, all angels covered? Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, if you have a list that you want to send in to us, uh, send it in and we will read it. I know there are a few people who I messaged who didn't have time to get it done. But uh, yeah, we may do that as a Boko episode. But now it's time for Trials of the Multiverse. Oh, are you ready, Devin? A Boko episode. Bonus content. Okay. What did you think I said? Or meant? Boku, like many. French. Oh, Buku Bucks? Oh, yeah. I'm everybody's mom. Uh, yeah, so we have a few numbered universes to put on, and then we're also going to put on some of the Wolverines that we enjoyed. So up first we have Earth uh, 181, which is Patch's universe. Do we, do we want to move that universe up? It is currently Weapon X Daredevil slash Exiles. No, because Patch, Patch disappointed me, so I want to just leave Weapon X Daredevil alone. Okay, well, I added that on. I was the list. disappointed that the Patch was not real. I was really hoping that he was like the Nick Fury of his universe. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, nope. no, it's just a, it's for fun and games. Well, why? It is. That's what real Wolverine does. Why? I haven't read that one then. Because it's a disguise. It's like the joke that it's a really, really shitty disguise where he just puts on an eye patch. Ugh. Uh, up next we have, uh, and that's uh, currently number one hundred three on our list of four hundred fifty-four universes, four hundred fifty-two universes. Uh, up next we have Earth eighteen eighty, the Exiles James Howlett universe. How do you feel about this poor, poor, sad boy? I mean, are we basing it off of the actual James Hallett universe? Because that universe sucked. 
No, we're basing it off of the events of this one. Oh. It's kind of a weenie. Don't like him. Yeah, he doesn't get a lot to do beyond getting made fun of or wearing a nightgown. Yes, yes, yes. We know you're wearing a nightgown. Yes, you're wearing a doily around your neck. I got it, you little Wolverine. Also, you're... How do you feel... Also, the number of your universe is like, ugh. Look at you being on the nose. How do you feel about it compared to Nightpool, the night version of Deadpool? Worse. Uh, a lot worse or a little worse? I don't know. I don't remember what Nightpool was. It was a night version of Deadpool. I don't remember. Oh. With a K? Yeah. Okay. Uh, much worse then. Okay, how do you feel about it compared to Marvel Knights 2099? Not as good. Let's see. Uh, Space Punisher's Fantasy World. Not as good as Space Punisher's Fantasy World. So you just really hate this one. Uh, our current lowest member of uh, Weapon X is... Uh, Weapon X Mesmero's world, where we didn't get to see a lot, but you were disappointed by the Nick Fury of that world, even. So, how do you feel about that? A little better than that. Uh, King Conan, we're Bing Conan on the road to Hyboria. Sure. Uh, Kane's world, Weapon X. That was good. <laughs> so, our new number 402 is Earth 1880, Exiles James Hallett. We then have Exiles Zombie Wolverine. I like Zombie Wolverine. Like He's zombie pretty Wolverine. good. He is very on brand. How do you feel about him compared to uh, Weapon X uh, Daredevil slash Exiles patch? I like him a bit more than that. Uh, Weapon X Angel. You, I don't like him more than Guns Angel. Yeah, me neither. Because I did enjoy Guns Angel. Zombie Wolverine for his... I don't actually want what the time broker promised me because they'll just kill me when I get home. Yep. Uh, we then have Earth 5211, which is Exiles, Albert, and LCD. I like them. Yep, they were fun. That girl is a bomb. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to similar explosive robot slash android Weapon X Vision? Not as good. Uh, Nomura from the Exiles? Better. So our new number 94 is Exiles Albert and LCD. We then have Exiles Weapon X, who mostly just sniffed at things and grunted. How do you feel about it compared to uh, Weapon X Gambit? Not as good. Uh, Weapon X Maverick? Not as good. Weapon X Miss Marvel? Not as good. Weapon X The Spider? Not as good. Uh, Weapon X Iron Man. Not as good. Uh, Weapon X Deadpool. Not as good. Weapon X Hulk. Not as good. Wait, which one? Uh, Weapon X Hulk, the one who looked like... Uh... Is that the Jen Walters one? No. Oh, uh, it, with the, with the it, vest? Yeah, the purple one. Yeah, better then. Uh, the Disciples Devil. That was the one where uh, Daredevil had a disciple. Oh, um, not as good. Okay, 
So our new number 379 is Exiles Weapon X. We then have what I'm calling Earth 811X because Major Logan died in it. I like Major Logan a lot. Like He's Major a good Logan. dude. Better than Weapon X Vision? Yeah. Uh, better than... Hmm. I'll need to update a bunch of these to add on the uh, just Exiles tag so it's easier to search. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to Iron Doom slash Masada? Better. Uh, Nocturne's World. Better. Uh, I liked it more than the Nanzi's World. Um, expanded House of M? Not as good. Okay, so our new number 28 is Exiles Major Logan Earth 811X. We then have the Brother Mutant Universe, which I thought was pretty cool, though part of it was because there was Oops All Wolverines. How do you feel about it compared to Doctor Doom thing? More. Uh, Gwen Ain't Dead? Better. Mojoverse? Not as good. So our new number 65 is Brother Mutant. We then have Galactus Restorer of Worlds, which is sort of funny now because there is actually Galactus the Lifebringer in Marvel Continuity. And he survived all the way through Ultimates and Ultimates 2. Yep. Um, how do you feel about it compared? It's not as good as What If Galactus Became Human. No. Uh, what if the Avengers fought Galactus? Um, better. Uh, Deadpool as a 70s Italian horror film. Not as good. So our new number 89 is Earth 552, Galactus Restorer of Worlds. We then have Jameson Savior Earth. 27536 that was the world where the exiles saved Jameson and then the Jameson saved the mutants I, I know you love some Jameson I do love some Jameson and I love the Jameson saved the mutants but do you know who he probably didn't save and made sure that the bomb targeted Spider-Man probably Spider-Man Spider-Man's not a mutant though he's a mutate no that's what I'm saying but he probably targeted yep. the bomb so it didn't hit the mutants and instead targeted Spider-Man how do you feel about it compared to Spider Jameson? I like it more. Uh, Panda Pool. Better than Panda Pool. Uh, Viva Las Vegas, Devin Mandarin and stuff? Yeah, better than that. A lot more or a little more? A lot more. Jameson's a national uh, hero. <laughs> world hero. Uh, Galactus Restorer of Worlds? Better than Galactus. Six-Armed Spider-Man. Better than Six-Armed Spider-Man. Spider-Man Assassin. It's better than... Uh, no, it's not. Not as good. Okay. Uh, Hollywood Spider-Man. Not as good. Peter Parker Nova. Better. Uh, Devin's bullcrap uh, in brackets spider fly effect uh, not as good okay so our new number 49 is 
Jameson. Savior. We then have Earth 27537, the Serpent Society universe, where they Parentheses, just fought a bunch of the Serpent Society. Probably killed Spider-Man. Uh, so yeah, we then have the Serpent Society universe, which is okay. We didn't really know what the Serpent Society were going to do beyond using their Venomizer or whatever it was called. Which they do all the time. Mm-hmm. So was it bad or good? Yeah, the fight was cool. I like the Serpent Society enough. They're fun. How do you feel about it compared to Wolverine, uh, Red Sonia? Better. Deadpool directed by Kanye? Mm, better. Original Marvel bullpen is the Fantastic Four. I don't think it's as, as good as that. Not as good. So our new number 173 is that Serpent Society. We then have the Hellfire Club, which had even less context for what was going on. Yeah. They had to keep them trapped yeah. in this room for like another minute or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to uh, Reed solely ushers in the Superhuman Registration Act? Not as good. Uh, Sunfire's World. Not it's uh, Mariko. Not as good. Not as good? Uh, Magic left the Morlock kids in limbo. Oh, not as good. Uh, Sabretooth's Garbage Son. Better than that Garbage Son. Uh, Mageddon 1 from the Rock of Ages. Better. Okay, so our new number 202 is the Hellfire Club Locked in Room. Which is Earth 25738. We then have the Fake Exiles World, which is 33629. I liked it, even though the art was a horrible mess. Oh, yeah. The, the, the book was still good. The, the issue was good. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to Marvel Universe Live? Not as good. Uh, Super Illuminati. Super. So we then have... Uh, so that is our new number 126, the Fake Exiles World. And then we're going to put on some Wolverines. So I know we need to put on uh, Wendigo Wolverine. For sure. So I'll put on the Deadpool filter and see what we have. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to Tricky Dick Deadpool? Better. Um compared to the Keys Dream World. Not as good. So, Earth, our new number 72 is Earth, question mark, Wendigoverine. Uh, now you get to pick one. I like the Clown Wolverine. Oh yeah. So, better than uh, Wendigoverine? I liked him more than Wendigoverine. Uh, better than the Keys Dream World? Better. Mondo City 1? Not as good. So, our new number 70 
is Clown Wolverine. And I believe that design was taken from uh, the time that all of the X-Men got hypnotized by Mesmero. Oh, nice. Yes. So, I'm going to pick the... Uh, just flipping back through here. The uh, Blob Wolverine. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Not my favorite, but uh, let's... How do you feel about it compared to Coffeehouse sitcom? Not as good. Deadpool. Uh, alternate Fantastic Four powers? Uh, not as good. What if Deadpool killed Uncle Ben? I like that more. Uh, future Imperfect. Uh, better. Better than Future Imperfect. Uh, Phoenix Frost. Uh, not as good. So our new number 235 is Earth question mark Blob Wolverine. I figure we can each pick one more after this round. So pick Puck. Puck Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah, Puck Varine is very good. So is it better than the uh, others? Uh, yeah. Uh, so is it better than Doctor Doom thing? No. Old Man Logan? Yes. So a new number... 69. Nice. Is Puck Vereen. And then I need to quickly pick one more. Uh, let's see, I've got. Just don't pick mine. Well, I think the chances that I pick the exact same one that you were thinking of is very, very unlikely. It could. Mine should be obvious because all three of the people I've listed were like all in the same thing. <laughs> so many pages that don't have enough Wolverines on them. Oh, okay, I know what you're going to pick now. Is it going to be Hulk Vereen? Oh, then no. Oh. Oh, 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 okay, okay. I, I see what you're picking now. Okay, well, I'll put Hulk Vereen on the uh, list then. So, Earth, question mark, Hulk Vereen. Uh... Hmm. How do you feel about him? Yeah. How do you feel about him compared to Ryan Reynolds' movie Deadpool? Not as good. Justice Riders. Better. <laughs> oh. And then the last one. Your uh, so that's our new number eighty-five, and I believe you're going to be putting on 
Thing Vereen. I am. <laughs> I love how he adds the uh, mutton chops or the sideburns. The rock mutton chops are the best. Yes. Uh, how do you feel about him compared to uh, Six Armed Spider Man? I like him more. Chamberlain Grimm. Better. Civil War Pym aneurysm. Not as good. So our new number 62 is Thingverine. And I'll probably update all of these so they have exiles in front of their names. Uh, yeah, so that wraps us up for this week. Gosh, that took a while just because there was Oops All Wolverines. Um, so Multiverse Q is a weekly podcast. Uh, next week we are covering something Superman related. I thought I had that checked out. No. Wait, didn't we? Because we had to eliminate something because you're like, oh, it's not keeping on brand. Let's throw this one away. That does sound like me. Uh, so next and then week, you're like, you're look, gonna... I need to find more Superman things. I do love my Superman things. And then you couldn't think of one, so then we don't have anything. No episode next week, guys. Even though we could easily just bump up the one that we're doing in two weeks. Which will give a, you yeah, but, another week to think of something. But then I'd still have to think of something, Devin. I'd still have to think of something. But you'd have and longer keep... to think of something and then find the issue so we can read it. Do we have Emperor Joker on our list yet of things we're going to cover? Yeah, which one? Emperor Joker. No, I don't think so. What's that? That's the, uh... That's what we're going to be covering next week. Cool. Uh... Yes, so uh, next week we're going to be covering Emperor Joker and uh, adding that on to the planning sheet. Oh, shoot. Yes, we did have that on the list for the start of Bat-tober. We'll We'll move something into uh, Bat-tober because there are a lot of Batman things. Oh, we're very good at planning. Uh, but yes, Multiversal Q is a weekly podcast. You can check out the episodes and more at MultiversalQ.com, where we have our list of trials of the multiverses, along with image galleries. Uh, also, please like, rate, and review us on iTunes. Devin, where can people find you? You can find me online at Fred Ophed, that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T, and Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online at Coltrager at LukeHair.com. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, please consider uh, donating to our Patreon, where for as little as a dollar a month, you get a bunch of bonus, bonus content. Uh, most of it's for our other podcasts that we do exiled, but, you know, we're looking to do even more. And, uh, yeah, I think that wraps us up for this week. Uh, thank you for listening. Please share, like, rate, and review us. And we'll see you next week for some Superman Batman times. Until then, this one's for Wolverine. Peace. Love.